You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. since we've chatted and I literally love everything you're doing so much I just love you (laughs) I love you so much one day we will tell the world um how we connected but (laughs) okay anyway we connected and we'll everybody I will introduce you to Anastasia in a moment here so just keep hopping on but we're just having like a warrior reconnect moment but um (laughs) we initially met through firm I think right yes and then okay yeah crazy and then we became social media friends and this is the best you are so encouraging empowering for anyone that does not know Emily you need to know her you need to follow her on all of your platforms YouTube all the things you're incredible literally changing the world with the conversations you're having with people so girl right back at you yes right back at you and that's what I love about you so much like when we filmed your becoming story and it was a while ago now like I just remember leaving that like we are soul sisters warrior sisters at heart and oh yes hey Courtney it's good to see you girl and as you guys are hopping on like please let Anastasia and I know that you're here drop a hello in the comments um I'm just pumped about this Instagram live and we're kind of jumping ahead a little bit. If somebody was new to you, Anastasia, could you just introduce yourself? I know we've got people from both of our followings yes. um, and I just would love for people to get to know you because you're amazing. Oh, I love that so much. Yes. My name is Anastasia. I live in Southern California and I primarily am a brand storytelling expert. So I help people show up in the fullness of who God created them to be and use their stories to build an authentic, soulful brand. Um, This is for personal brands, business brands, all the things. In addition to that, I love copywriting. Um, I'm a Pinterest expert as well. So I help business owners grow their brands with Pinterest and coaching. One-on-one coaching and mentorship is my, my jam. I love it. And how many years have you been on this journey now? Because, I mean, you took Um, a big faith step, moved, launched everything. Yes. I've been on this journey for about seven years. I've owned my business, helping women uh, find their voice and use it in all the ways, blogging to speaking to Instagram to all the things. So I love it. I love it. Latest adventure. 
Uh, if you guys are not following Anastasia, please make sure you follow her. And then also watch her Becoming story at becomingme.tv. You'll, you'll get to know more of her journey there. And you just inspire me so much. Oh, so. I love you. I love you too. And, <laughs> you know, I'm really excited about today's conversation. Me too. Because, I mean, I feel like every time I get on the TikTok, I see the trend on how to romanticize your life. Right? Yes. And as I was seeing that simultaneously, I see on your Instagram feed, like how to fall in love with your life, how to love yourself. And mm -hmm. I really love how you're leveraging your voice to remind us to love who we are. Yes. And as we kicked off this conversation, because sometimes people can be a little bit like, oh, well, love yourself. Like, you know, shouldn't we talk about loving other people? Blah, right. Blah. Well, let me tell you, this is biblical as we dive in. Okay. So I'm going to read this from the message version. It's Matthew 22, verses 37 through 40. Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your passion and prayer and intelligence. This is the most important, the first on any list. But there's a second set to go alongside it. Love others as well as you love yourself. So literally in God's word, y'all, we are instructed that we will love other people how we first love yes. us. So if we don't know how to love here first, there's no way I can love Anastasia or other warriors at all because I don't love me. Yes. And we miss that a lot. So that's why we're having yes. this conversation. It's not just some silly TikTok trend, um, but the fact that there's a trend on how to love your life shows yeah. the importance of this conversation. So I hope that sets a little bit of our foundation. Um, but Anastasia, I kind of want to kick it off with like, what does it even mean to you when you even hear this topic? Like how to love yourself? What does that mean? So much came up for me as I was preparing for this talk and praying through it, feeling through it, drawing on my own personal experiences. Because I will say this is one area of my life that I am an expert in. And I have spent time, money, mm. resources, learning how to mm. love myself. And it's been something that's been a priority for me. And I've seen the ripple mm. effects of loving myself in all these areas of my life. Now, I'm not perfect, but I will 100% share everything with you all that I have learned on this journey. Um, because these are things that nobody really taught me. Um, mm decades of just, you know, learning this myself. So I, I came up with like a three part situation. I mean, you should see I have a whole document here. Because I'm I got to get this information to you. I you know? love it. I love it. <sighs> Bring it girl. So to your to your question. Um, this first part I, I started with why we don't love ourselves. Ooh, I love that. Why don't you we? know? Why yeah. don't we love ourselves? I go from why don't we love ourselves to how to love ourselves and then what happens when we love ourselves. Ooh. So these are the three. Ooh. And I invite you and everybody watching and listening to light up the chat. Like we will yeah. both be looking at the chat as well. Ask your questions, yeah. engage with us. Like this is a conversation for all of us. I, I wrote four reasons why we do not love ourselves. The okay. first We've been taught that loving ourselves is selfish. <laughs> and so along True. with loving ourselves comes this sense of like guilt around <laughs> loving who God created us to be. We feel like, right. oh, I can focus on it, but I can't care too much. 
<laughs> or for me, the narrative growing up was like, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. But they forgot to love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. as, they forgot to as yourself, right? Mm -hmm. so, it's, so to me, I kind of signed this agreement of selfishness mm -hmm. is wrong. I shouldn't be concerned with myself at mm -hmm. all. It should all be about God and my neighbor. And so that was just left out. And then um, we've been distracted. We're distracted by loving other people's lives, loving other people's habits and choices, loving other people's desires and things. Mm -hmm. And we're so distracted with loving everybody else's life. We will be the first one to be like, oh, you, you, you feel this type of way about yourself? No, you're amazing. You're great. But we don't know how to do this for ourselves. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then... Um, this third one really hit for me because this is one of the things I, I work, work through actively. We don't understand ourselves. Yeah. So there, you know what I mean? Yep. There are just so yep. many things about us that we think are bad or wrong or made wrong or faulty mm -hmm. or glitchy or like um, we, we mm -hmm. have been, like caution tape has been placed around us by mm. other people. Oh, you can go close, but like not too close because she's loud. Or you can go close, but not too close because she's a lot. Or mm -hmm. you can go close, but not too close because she's, you know, like people yeah. put this caution tape around aspects of ourselves that they didn't create. They didn't put in us. They don't, they'll never understand it. Like the creator does mm -hmm. right so we're, we 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 don't understand why we are the way we are sometimes and we we haven't spent time learning asking the right questions right and then fourth we don't know how we just simply don't know how to love ourselves mm -hmm. um, we don't have the tools yet to start doing it so i would love to hear from you like why, why don't you think we mm. okay so those four, again, I want to make sure they're so powerful that people don't miss them. One was fear. We don't love ourselves because we've been taught selfishness is, selfishness. is yep, wrong yep. or guilt. There's guilt around yep. it. Yep. Yep. And what was your number two? Distracted by other people. Distracted. So we're either being selfish or yeah. distracted. Mm -hmm. Three, there was that lack of understanding. Yes. Yep. And then fourth, the caution tape. Yep. And we I don't want to ask how. you, we don't know how, does the caution tape come from other people putting like, cause I, I heard one of the things I love you said, well, she's too loud. And yep. so we just get this caution tape. Is that things that we're hearing from other people or things that maybe caution tape we're putting on ourselves or both? I think it's both. I think it begins with our environment. Some, someone, yeah. something in our environment tells us this labels something about us. And we sign the agreement that, okay, mm -hmm. that's what it is. We, yep. we, and sometimes we have to do this because we're children, we're young, we have to survive. We got to figure out how to navigate this crazy world. So we have all of these contracts that we have signed for things that we don't actually even agree with, but we have mm -hmm. lived our life as if this is the truth because I agree that this was the truth about me. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I love the four of these. And in the chat, I saw a couple people even sharing oh. some of the things that resonate with them, which was awesome. Courtney, I know that you shared. So if one of those four stands out to you the most, just drop it in yes. the comments. 
Um, we're all in this together. I know, I think in my own becoming journey, I've gone through those four layers at different stages. And I think probably the two that would stand out the most would be a lack of understanding and the caution tape. Like you don't know how, right. but maybe for Emily, not always. And I'm an Enneagram one. So I don't know. Are you an Enneagram person? I'm a nine with a okay. one wing. Well, I got okay. both my wings, one and eight, but. Okay. So the one, like the perfectionist, I am my hardest critic. And so I think a lot of my own caution tape in life is coming from the voices in my own head. And I'm looking at cues for what's accepted, what's loved in other people. And then if I don't maybe see that in me, then I'm putting that caution tape around or that's how I need to act to be loved or accepted. And so I think those would be the two for me, um, for sure. I love that. I, um, I do feel like I hear what you're saying. It's like, you're picking up all of these, all of these clues. Like when you are yourself, how do people respond to that? Uh Is there like a, or like a, Oh, or like a, Right. Lack of excitement. And then you're like, right. So we learn this behavior. Yes. And then we choose through that learned behavior, whether that's something we can love about ourselves or not love about ourselves. Right. We're just trying to get maybe validation or approval, acceptance. Um, Yeah. I see. I definitely see that too. The selfish guilt part in the chat. Yes. Thank you guys for even sharing. It's a big deal. So I know you shared. Wow. That's so good. Sorry, I was just reading her. Yeah, I, I felt like I was taking from others when I gave to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Exactly. It's crazy. And that's the so, lie. That's the, yeah. So we've got this first chunk, why we don't love ourselves. Yes. And you unpacked like a brilliant four reasons that really encompass so many reasons, ways that all of us, wherever we're at on our journey. So what's next? Like in this journey of how to love you, what's yes. next? Um, the second part would be how to love ourselves. And the first step is redefining the word selfish. Um, totally just clearing the whiteboard. It is blank, putting the word selfish on it and redefining what that means. Okay. The world will have you, will have you, the world's definition is, you know, looking out for your self-interests above other people's Hmm. or at the expense of other people's. Mm -hmm. And that is not what we're talking about here. Right. Right. Like Jesus didn't come live among us and he wasn't, he, he wasn't, his intention was not to at the expense of other people. Mm -hmm. So like when we're talking about loving ourselves, like, that kind of love is never at the, at the expense of someone else. Yeah. Like that's really harsh. Right. Mm -hmm. So when we, when we are thinking of this like unconditional, holy love that we can have for ourselves, Mm. that's kind of how I define selfish now. Like I Mm. am concerned with my self-interest and concerned with my relationship with myself. I want to have mm. a godly, holy relationship with myself, mm-hmm. right? So let's, let's, let's redefine the word selfish. Let's do and it, then, Carol. You know, and then number two, um, my favorite pair, Ooh. unconditional love and boundaries, baby. Ooh. 
Yes. And they go to hand in hand. They go yes. hand in hand. Unconditional love and boundaries. Um, now I wrote this. The word boundaries could either send a chill down your spine or a smile to your face. It depends what your relationship with the word boundaries <laughs> is thus far, right? Yes. But it's, it's a pretty polarizing word, but it is so necessary for all of us, all of us to have boundaries partnered with this unconditional love. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot... <clears throat> Yes, without self-love, you can be a martyr or an enabler. I think a lot of the word, um, hmm, here's another reason why I think it's difficult. Self-love is difficult for us because we've been told that when you love yourself, people don't like boundaries. People don't like to have boundaries. We like to have boundaries for ourselves. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? You don't want to be, you know, and it's hard for people to say, oh, I don't have unlimited access to you. Or like, oh, I can't just like, you know. So that's hard for people. They want full access to you at all times. They want you to help them with whatever at any time they want. And that's not how this, that's not how this party goes. Boundaries are necessary. Jesus had them. So should we, right? Yeah. Um, the third thing is tapping into our intuition. And I am so big on that. Hmm. So big on that. Because I think God can speak to us in many ways. Hmm signs and wonders, dreams, prophetic words, like all these things are very real ways that God speaks to us. I believe that intuition is one of those ways that the Holy Spirit can speak to us and remind us of the things that are true. Yeah. From the source of unconditional love, right? Exactly. That still small voice and that whisper. So tapping into our intuition is truly how we Mm -hmm. love ourselves and how we build self-trust um and build that relationship and the last one is a a game and I feel like I I call it like play the what if game okay call it the what if game and this can help us love ourselves so I'm just going to ask a series of what if questions okay and feel free to go back and rewatch this at any point what if you showed up in the world like Jesus did, in mm-hmm. the fullest expression of who God created you to be. Mm. What if you showed up in this world in the fullest expression of who God created you to be? What if all of the things that you doubted about yourself, mm. and what if all of the labels that were placed on you were gone? What if yeah. all of those things are actually gifts that the world needs and were given to you to steward during Mm. your time on this earth what if the things that came come so easily to you actually don't come easily to everybody and that scares them that scares them Mm. people saying you're so loud you're so loud well what if that's just a projection because they don't know they yeah. haven't cultivated their gift in using their voice. Yeah. So when they see you using it, <sighs> girl, it's yes. this like, you know, and that, so what if, what if that's true? Mm. And what if Jesus was right about you? What if you are a city on a hill that cannot be hidden? Mm. What if you are? And lastly, what if 
the things that you don't understand about yourself or the things that you see as flaws are actually precious gifts, which we touched on before. Oh my gosh. So go back, play this what if game. And that, that'll get the party started. Okay. I have to ask you because you are seriously the queen of, you have so many great resources, like on your website, your email list, all that stuff. Do you have the what if game as like a designed template somewhere? (gasps) Oh, I will make that happen. Yes. Okay. I think that's a great idea. I like, I'm literally, as you were saying those, I would love to have just like a graphic that we can post or whether people sign up for your email list and they get this, whatever the case may be. Um, Y'all, we will get the instructions from Anastasia because I need that written down. And in the meantime, I'm going to go listen back to the replay, but those are powerful. Mm -hmm. What if statements like power. And I love to, you shared earlier when I asked you initially, what it meant to love yourself, Mm. the big part about having to do the work. And to me, the what if statements that you just took us through that journey, that's the work. Like if, if I take the time to really sit with those what ifs and answer them, I'm going to walk away with a confident bounce in my step, loving me in that good selfish way that you just coached us through in a way to not at the expense of others, truly love them like Jesus. Like, Okay. And I want to, cause you got my brain firing girl. Yeah. So another question for you. And if this is in the third part, then just say, Emily, you're jumping ahead of me. No, no. I want to go back to the boundaries part a little bit. How do we create boundaries? Like if somebody's watching right now, they're leaning in, they're like, man, I love those. What ifs? I'm going to do the work. I'm going to really do the work to love me. Yes. How do you set boundaries with people? Cause that's hard. It is very hard. And, um, I'm in a season where I'm doing this even more. Okay, let me unpack this because this is very important. This ties into the conversation we just had about um, tapping into your intuition. Hmm. And once you learn to trust that voice, once you learn to think about your intuition like a message from the Holy Spirit, you'll recognize when it's happening and it always happens in the present moment Mm -hmm. your intuition isn't going to be like oh i meant to tell you 10 days ago that you shouldn't have done that you know what i mean now it's right now Mm -hmm. it is right now and and your intuition will remind you in the moment Mm -hmm. when something is not aligned so um this is a very uh this is just an example that happened pretty recently I went to a, um, like an event, an outdoor, like motocross event. And it's the first time I've ever done that. So that was fun. Hey. I actually really enjoyed it. That's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really fun. Um, and I had this man uh, with his group of friends. He's just walk, walking up the, the path. We were sitting in our outdoor seats at um, the stadium. Anyway, he walked up. He was like su- super big. He was so amped. He was like, yeah. And then he like puts his hand out. He's like, been drinking. Like everybody's just having a, you know, partying. He puts his hand out, like wants me to give him a high five randomly. I do not know this man. I have never met this man. This man, he's far enough away to like, where he had to like really lean in and like put his hand out and give me a high five. And I just frankly didn't want to. I just didn't, I just didn't want to. I just, mm-hmm. but 
old Anastasia, younger Anastasia, would have been like, I don't want to give him a high five. But I guess I have to, because I guess I just have to be nice. But it mm-hmm. kind of makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I guess like people are watching and I don't want to embarrass him and I don't want to embarrass my friend who's with me and I don't so sure I'll just put my hand out and like that's just an example of self-betrayal yeah. yeah I showed love to myself by being like you don't want to do that we won't do that mm-hmm. and I had my friend next to me that was like Stasia why didn't you give my five? That's so awkward. And I'm like, I literally, I looked at her and I was like, I didn't want to. And I did not feel bad. Now, if we lay this situation over other areas of our lives, hmm. what areas of our lives are we pretending? In? Yeah. Yeah. Because when we pretend, when we get out of alignment with who the Holy Spirit has called us to be, hmm when we get out of alignment, like um, thinking that we're a martyr for some, so mm-hmm. that somebody else can be, you know, yeah, uh, elevated, so that somebody yep. else can feel comfortable. We yep. we betray ourselves so that somebody else can feel good. We betray ourselves so that somebody else's light can shine. And like mm-hmm. my friend, that is diff- that is not how it works. Yep. So yep. that self betrayal permeates. And then we doubt ourselves in all areas of our life. We pretend in all these other areas of our lives, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if I'm answering this question. Uh, your question. No, I'm, I'm tracking with you. Cause I, and okay. I think it even goes back to your redefinition of selfishness, right? And it's yes. not at the expense of others. And so even taking this scenario that you unpacked for us, which I thought was a, a great example, you have a stranger, you don't know. We're also in like a weird COVID, post-COVID land, like all the stuff, right? And so like, I don't know that I want to touch a stranger's hand either. Like, come on, this is just unique. It's like, I don't know know you. (laughs) Yeah, like, what? (laughs) And so you just choose. I don't really want to do that. And, and so being, being kindly selfish, because I think sometimes people might think, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to be mean. And so you can still, you can still, you can stay true to yourself in a mature, kind way by not doing something you don't want to do and you can be nice about it. Like, yes, you can be totally nice about it. If a group of friends wants to go out one night and you've had a crazy week and it's not best for you and your health to go out, you need a night at home to chill. You can be nice and mature and selfishly say, thank you, but no, thank you. Yes. That's okay. So I think I think like just that positive side of it's not at the expense of others. You're not being rude saying, why would you even want to high five me? Um, who are you? You know, you're just nicely. No, thanks. Yep. Yes. I love it. Without regard of how I'm being perceived. Am I being perceived as mean? Am I being perceived as whatever? Because that whisper that was like, we don't want to do that. I don't know if that, when you listen to that and you know that that is from your soul seat, that's the mm-hmm. seat that's connected to God, right? Mm-hmm. When you know that that's like, listen to it. You yep. don't need any of the other affirmations. You don't need to know how people are going to perceive it. And that to me is boundaries, right? Yeah. That to me is being like, 
when you're when your friends ask you to hang out and you're like I've had a crazy day I don't think I need to rest that mm -hmm. feels true for you right so you communicate hey I need to rest right and you do and that's it okay. without, that's okay yeah. you don't think about what they're thinking you don't think about oh now they're mad at me I mean obviously we think about these things but they shouldn't concern us because mm -hmm. if selfishness is if the the world's definition of self selfishness is concerning with your own interests at the expense of others then mm -hmm. what's to say that giving that man a high five wouldn't have been selfish in the world's definition because it would have been at my expense <laughs> right I don't feel comfortable with it I didn't want it you know yes. so yes. Yeah. Now let me ask you this question too, because, and, and the examples that we're talking through, okay, somebody wants to give you a high five, friends hanging out, you know, protecting our, our time and our boundaries. Let's, let's talk through, because I do think too, even in our, just today, people in our age range, let's say yes. you're not an entrepreneur, you're going to an office every day okay. and your boss is, it gives you a deadline and they say, Hey, I need this by such and such. And internally you're like, I don't want to do that. And then you're like, well, Emily and Anastasia said that <laughs> if I don't want to do it, self-love is saying, no, thank you. Like, let's, let's, what's the difference between maturity in a yes. professional environment and self-love in other areas? Does that make sense? I just want yes. to make sure, because I have started to see just some of this blurring and we can be, I, I want this actually, actually this weekend, my pastor defined authenticity and maturity you can be authentic but we can also be mature right and mm -hmm. there's some cases where I yeah i might not feel like doing this but what's the mature way to respond so speak to mm -hmm. that for a minute i taking it back to the power of intuition for context's sake listen to that voice inside of you so so i'm not sure like the context for that specific situation but i do know that in the moment, we are always given guidance as to the next step to take, the very next step. Mm -hmm. We're not always shown the map. We're not always shown the A to right. Z. But we are always, we are promised the mm -hmm. very next step. Mm -hmm. So if we're in a position where we are confused or, or feeling some like not sure what to do, if we can quiet ourselves, drop deep, breathe into it, and just, just ask what is the very next step? This could yeah. look like a lot of things for that individual, depending on the context. It could look like, hmm. hey, maybe I'm overwhelmed, overworked. Maybe I, I can barely breathe. I'm filled with so much anxiety. This big project is way above my, I need help. Mm -hmm. I need help. Yeah. So, and maybe you're afraid to ask for help. I'm not sure the workplace culture, but maybe there's a fear they're right. asking your boss for help. So- a beautiful way to create an opportunity for healing is to mm. have the hard conversation, to be brave Ooh, and have the good. conversation. That's like, and that's self-love. That is self-love because you are advocating yes. for yourself and you're listening. Yes. Yes. Thank you. And that's, that's where I was wanting us to, because sometimes self-love can mean leaning into that really challenging conversation or taking Ooh. responsibility, asking questions, so yeah, no, that's super, super good. Um, did you have any, I was so excited about what you shared. Did you have anything else on that specific no, question? No, that was good. Okay. We will always be given the very next step. Yep. Listen to our intuition. Yep. And that, that next step might not be comfortable. 
not going to promise it's comfortable, <laughs> but having a conversation around what your intuition is saying is the next step is, is great. Wait, so self-love is not just face masks and bubble baths and candles. And... Oh, that is self-care necessary, but self-care <laughs> and self-love, my friend. Yes, girl. They are different. Bring in it. Okay, yes. so I know at the beginning of this conversation, you you shared you had three big points, right? Yes. Why we don't love why we don't love ourselves, how yes. to, and what's number three? Number three is what happens when we love ourselves. Ooh. Okay, what happens? This is what happens. All right, I came up with four things, I believe. Yes, the first thing is is probably the most important because it is you know even even what what it says in the Bible love um your neighbor as yourself that's number two right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so when we're able to love ourselves when we're able to look after our own self-interests not at the expense of others but to build yeah. that relationship with ourselves and strengthen that we get to a place of wholeness that divine presence and power is in this place, yeah. right? When we love ourselves. From that space, we don't need, we don't need anything but the unconditional love of God and who we be, right? Yes. We are so good. We are mm. so secure. We are so full. We are so whole. And out of that, oh my gosh, that's where the overflow is. That yeah. is how we love our neighbor as ourselves, yes. right? So, but when this happens, when we're in this place of presence and wholeness, we can then choose into relationship with others, right? Yeah. And, when, and that's a different space. Choosing into a rela relationship is different than um, entering into it in a codependent state. Yep. It's different than entering into it with a mentality of, oh, I'm lacking these things. God mm -hmm. gave me a lot, but he didn't give me these things. So I'm lacking and I got to find them somewhere else, I guess. Oh, this mm -hmm. person has things that I like. I guess I will, you know, be friends with them. Or this person mm -hmm. has something that I like that God didn't give me. So I guess I'll date him or mm -hmm. I guess I'll marry him. Or I'll get, you know, and, and we enter into these relationships from this place of lack. Mm -hmm. And that is no way, this perceived void that we create, right? That's no way to grow yeah. a strong relationship. That's no way to be in community. We end up being like these parasites, just like leeching onto people. Yeah, And that's not fair. So we, when we're whole and we love ourselves, we're able to choose into our relationships mm. from a place of power um then we can show up in the world as the fullest expression of who god created us to be and it is a powerful way to live can you imagine what your life would be like if you were so divinely connected and secure that you did not even need any external validation mm. Yes. I yes. can imagine it, but it's like, is that even possible? You know what I mean? It is mm -hmm. possible. It's possible. Yes, it is. 
Um, and then the last thing, yes. So I wrote two verses here because um, they're just so powerful. I think about them often. In the Bible, Jesus said, greater things than this you will do. <laughs> greater things than this you will do. And I'm going to read two different verses. Um, one, John 14, 12. Very truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. This is Jesus. <laughs> And they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. So can you imagine living the fullest expression of your existence doing greater things than Jesus did? He raised people from dead. He, wow. he healed the blind. He, he restored the, the lame, the sick. He spoke into people's lives. He, what an incredible life. Yeah. You know, yeah. that same power is alive within you and in me. And this last verse is um, John 16, 7. Mm -hmm. But very truly, I say to you, it is for your good that I'm going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But mm -hmm. if I go, I will send him to you. Yes. The intuition to me is allowing the advocate to co-create mm -hmm. this this beautiful life with you in your time yeah. on this earth, right? So that's what will happen. Oh my goodness. I love it so much. And you know, for our warrior friends who are tuning in with us, we've unpacked in this time together why we don't love ourselves, how to love ourselves, and then what the result is. And yes. so if somebody was wanting to walk away from this warrior conversation, they're like, okay, Anastasia, what's just one step? What's one thing I can apply today to my life to really just learn to love me? What's one thing they can do? Hmm. Ooh, okay. Write down everything about yourself that frustrates you. <laughs> write down everything about yourself that you don't understand. Just make a long list, however mm -hmm. long it is. Write down everything about yourself that oh. you were told was wrong, mm. faulty, glitchy. And I want you to do this practice with unconditional, in the spirit of unconditional love. Mm. Like almost imagine you're like holding, you're like, holding yourself in the palm of your hand and you just see how sweet and precious you are like I literally want you to just feel into your innocence mm -hmm. and write this list and hold it with so much love and so much grace and I want you to look at that list and just say I am made on purpose mm -hmm. what if everything on this list is actually a gift the key <laughs> in fact the key that will help me unlock the fullest expression of who god created me to be yep that's all i need you to do just ask the question see what happens yeah oh girl i love it yeah i have loved this conversation me and too. you know um y'all who are watching or you're listening to the replay 
follow Anastasia and in the mm-hmm. replay I'll have the links as well um, because what I love about you is this isn't a one and done conversation yeah you're really equipping warriors to love themselves to share their story um, yes. in a powerful way and we share our stories the best when we love ourselves and our stories yes. so I love the resources that you're sending from your email list to your website your coaching like there's so many so many ways people can continue to learn from you so make sure that you guys are following Anastasia and um, just thank you. This was such a fun warrior This was incredible. I always love time with you. You are just such a light. And you are living the fullest expression of who God created you to be. I love watching you create and how you are building a community of warriors and people who are so just ready to serve, ready to love, ready to bring all the good and perfect gifts to the world. So... We'll write back at your warrior friend. Thanks, I love please. you. And love thank you. you so much. Talk to you later, girl. Thank you guys Bye. for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.